Good morning, Transformation Radio listeners. It is Sunday, and here are some songs to get your worship day started. First of all, Not To Us by Chris Tomlin.
Rising by Feet on your Sunday edition of Transformation Radio.
And now it's time for our reading in the New Testament. And our narrative in Scripture today comes from the book of Luke, chapter 13, verse 22, through chapter 14, verse 6. Here's a brief overview of what we're going to be reading about today. This is the second time Luke reminds us that Jesus was intentionally going to Jerusalem. Jesus knew he was on his way to die, but he continued preaching to large crowds. The prospect of death did not deter Jesus from his mission. Now, finding salvation requires more concentrated effort than most people are willing to put forth. Obviously, we cannot save ourselves. There is no way we can work ourselves into God's favor. We work hard to enter through the narrow door by earnestly desiring to know Jesus and diligently striving to follow Him whatever the cost. We dare not put off making this decision because the door will not stay open forever. Scripture is clear about that. Now the people were eager to know who would be in God's kingdom. Jesus explained that although many people know something about God, only a few have acknowledged their sins and accepted His forgiveness. We may not necessarily see the people we expect to find in the kingdom of God. Some perfectly respectable religious leaders claiming allegiance to Jesus will not be there because they were not true followers and secretly were morally corrupt. Just listening to Jesus' words or admiring His miracles, that's not enough. We must turn from sin and trust in God to save us. We'll also read here today that the Pharisees weren't interested in protecting Jesus from danger. They were trying to trap Him themselves. The Pharisees urged Jesus to leave because they wanted to stop Him from going to Jerusalem, not because they feared Herod, but Jesus' life, work, and death would not be determined by Herod or the Pharisees. His life was planned and directed by God Himself, and His mission would unfold in God's time and according to God's plan. All right, with that, let's begin our reading here today in the New Testament. April 10th, the New Testament, Luke chapter 13, verse 22, through chapter 14, verse 6. Jesus went through the towns and villages, teaching as he went, always pressing on toward Jerusalem. Someone asked him, Lord, will only a few be saved? He replied, Work hard to enter the narrow door to God's kingdom, for many will try to enter but will fail. When the master of the house has locked the door, it will be too late. You will stand outside, knocking and pleading, Lord, open the door for us. But he will reply, I don't know you or where you come from. Then you will say, But we ate and drank with you, and you taught in our streets. And he will reply, I tell you, I don't know you or where you come from. Get away from me, all you who do evil. There will be weeping and gnashing of teeth, for you will see Abraham, Isaac, Jacob, and all the prophets in the kingdom of God, but you will be thrown out. And people will come from all over the world, from east and west, north and south, to take their places in the kingdom of God. And note this, some who seem least important now will be the greatest then, and some who are the greatest now will be least important then. At that time some Pharisees said to him, Get away from here if you want to live. Herod Antipas wants to kill you. Jesus replied, Go tell that fox 
that I will keep on casting out demons and healing people today and tomorrow, and the third day I will accomplish my purpose. Yes, today, tomorrow, and the next day. I must proceed on my way. For it wouldn't do for a prophet of God to be killed except in Jerusalem. O Jerusalem, Jerusalem, the city that kills the prophets and stones, God's messengers. How often I have wanted to gather your children together as a hen protects her chicks beneath her wings, but you wouldn't let me. And now, look, your house is abandoned, and you will never see me again until you say, Blessings on the one who comes in the name of the Lord. One Sabbath day, Jesus went to eat dinner in the home of a leader of the Pharisees, and the people were watching him closely. There was a man there whose arms and legs were swollen. Jesus asked the Pharisees and experts in religious law, Is it permitted in the law to heal people on the Sabbath day or not? When they refused to answer, Jesus touched the sick man and healed him and sent him away. Then he turned to them and said, Which of you doesn't work on the Sabbath? If your son or your cow falls into a pit, don't you rush to get him out? Again, they could not answer. Psalm 79, verses 1-13, through 13, a psalm of Asaph. O oh God, pagan nations have conquered your land, your special possession. They have defiled your holy temple and made Jerusalem a heap of ruins. They have left the bodies of your servants as food for the birds of heaven. The flesh of your godly ones has become food for the wild animals. Blood has flowed like water all around Jerusalem. No one is left to bury the dead. We are mocked by our neighbors, an object of scorn and derision to those around us. And next up on Transformation Radio, it is You Never Let Go by Matt Redd. Even though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, your perfect love is casting out fear. When I'm caught in the middle of the storms of this life I won't turn back, I know you are near And I will fear no evil For my God is with me And if my God is with me
Psalm 79, verses 1 through 13. Let's uh, give a brief overview of what we'll be reading here today. You know, according to the Old Testament, God's wrath and judgment often fell on entire nations because of the sins of people within those nations. Well, here, Asaph pleaded for judgment on kingdoms that refused to acknowledge God's authority. Ironically, Asaph's own nation of Judah was being judged by God for refusing to do this very thing. These were people who had sworn allegiance to God, but were now rejecting Him. This made their judgment even worse. In the end, God's glory will be evident to all people. But in the meantime, we must endure suffering with patience and allow God to strengthen our character through it. For reasons that we do not know, God sometimes allows pagan people to scoff at believers. We should be prepared for criticism and jokes and unkind remarks because God does not place us beyond the attacks of scoffers. O Lord, how long will you be angry with us? Forever? How long will your jealousy burn like fire? Pour out your wrath on the nations that refuse to acknowledge you, on kingdoms that do not call upon your name. For they have devoured your people Israel, making the land a desolate wilderness. Do not hold us guilty for the sins of our ancestors. Let your compassion quickly meet our needs, for we are on the brink of despair. Help us, O God of our salvation. Help us for the glory of your name. Save us and forgive our sins for the honor of your name. Why should pagan nations be allowed to scoff, asking, Where is their God? Show us your vengeance against the nations, for they have spilled the blood of your servants. Listen to the moaning of the prisoners. Demonstrate your great power by saving those condemned to die. O Lord, pay back our neighbors seven times for the scorn they have hurled at you. Then we, your people, the sheep of your pasture, will thank you forever and ever, praising your greatness from generation to generation. Proverbs chapter 12, verse 26. The godly give good advice to their friends. The wicked lead them astray. There's no space that His love can't reach. There's no place where we can't find peace. There's no end to amazing grace. Take me in with your arms spread wide. Take me in like an orphan child. Never let go. Oh my God.
And to finish today's show, we have Matthew West with Grace Wins. Thanks for joining us again. Listen, if you have any requests, send them to radio at menslifechange.org or talk to Becca or one of the pastors. Get them to me. My name is Mark. It's been a great being with you this week, and we'll see you tomorrow. Weakest moment I see you Shaking your head in disgrace I can read the disappointment Written all over your face Here come those whispers in my ear Saying who do you think you are Looks like you're on your own from here Grace could never reach that far But in the shadow of that shame Beat down by all the blame I hear you call my name Saying it's not over And my heart starts to beat so loud Now drowning out the doubt I'm down but I'm not out There's a a thirsty soul The broken side begins to heal And grace returns with guilty stole And in the shadow of that shame Deep down by all the blame I hear you call my name Saying it's not over And my heart starts to beat so loud Now drowning out the Part of you and me, grace wins for the thief on the cross.